0: Look now, nah, I can't have the voice in my head and Beyonce telling me to quit my job. Okay, my rent is due next week.
1: lot of
0: money me yeah. no That get old. And you'll me Welcome back to the podcast everybody Happy hump day Okay to all of my corporate cubicle cool Nine to five warriors We only got two more days left until the weekend y'all okay so just hold off if you was about to walk in your boss's office and smack the shit out of her ass you got two more days don't do it okay don't do it you can make it anyway i hope everybody's having a great week i hope everybody's being productive or not productive i hope you're getting some rest i hope you're drinking water and you know what i'm saying i hope that nigga texted you back all right i love that for you anyway we're gonna jump right into it okay everybody knows that over the weekend or, you know, a couple of Monday. Sorry, excuse me. Uh Beyoncé dropped The House Song of the Summer for the Girls and subsequently told us to release ourselves from the shackles of labor, all right? And I'm right on board with her. Okay, Beyoncé, you don't have to tell me, okay? Release your job. That's what she said. That's what that's what she said on the track and I'll release it, okay? I will let it go, and it will flap its wings like a bird in the wind, y'all. I don't need no more. I don't need anybody else telling me to quit this job, because you know who else tells me to quit this job? The voice in my head, all right? There is a post-it note on my bathroom mirror right now that says, fuck this job. I don't need any additional (laughs) incentives, to be part of this motherfucker, okay? And I have been a corporate warrior for years, okay? The cubicle life is the life that I have been living forever now. Like, I think I had my own office for a little while when I was working in a jail, y'all, don't ask. But I think I've been a cubicle warrior for most of my life. Or for most of my professional life, because um, I'm not that old. Anyway, <laughs> in honor of Beyonce telling us to quit these jobs okay stop letting us disrespect stop letting them disrespect us like this I figured what a what a good time to release these corporate horror stories y'all especially because even before Beyonce instructed me to even before she told me to get my ass to formation and resign I was about to quit this job y'all I don't (laughs) I can't do it if anybody, anybody who knows me personally knows that my nickname in these streets is Miss Quit a Job and Get One Right Back, okay, y'all, I have had, one, two, three, y'all, I have, I have had seven jobs in the last five years, okay, I don't stay anywhere long, I have no loyalty to these companies, and I keep it right the fuck moving, and I think it's because I'm very, when I begin on these interviews, y'all, I don't know her, I, I <laughs> I don't know that person. I don't know that. To this day I've never met her. I don't know who that is on these interviews. I don't know her. I don't know who's in these interviews laughing and saying righto and awesome sauce. I don't know that girl. I don't know who she is. I don't know where she's from. I don't know her, okay? So, the but these jobs that I have had, y'all, some of them have been an absolute fucking mess, right? So, let me get right into it because th- look this job I had like five years ago y'all I was working at this temp agency oh that was when I when Beyonce somebody quit my job and I started thinking about all these raggedy ass jobs that I've had this was the one that I thought of <laughs> first popped into my motherfucking head, y'all because like I said they called me Miss Quitter job all right and for a reason, because <laughs> I'm a quit. I'm a leave. I'm a chuck the deuces up each and every motherfucking time, y'all. And I encourage people to do the same thing. Like the best, like you have the most earning potential. Like when you're a new hire, like when they're trying to recruit you, you have the most earning potential. Like my job gave me a 75 cent raise, y'all. Seventy five, three punk ass quarters. And I don't even really see it because these taxes are gobbling my ass up so yeah and they're talking about some well this is a performance ins- yeah uh, three punk ass quarters baby you can keep them because I'm a I'm, I'm a meringue my ass right on out this motherfucking job okay three punk ass quarters y'all and then I'm gonna get to the stories y'all but let me just tell you about this punk ass job I got right now so they said that only quote-unquote leadership can work from home flexibly you know because they want us to do you know our us day-to-day operations people to be more quote-unquote visible because they want to know what our tangible results are first of all bitch okay I sent an email to one of the members of quote-unquote leadership and I didn't get a response for two weeks all right well, I need to see I need you to prove that you're doing work okay because anytime I've ever sent a message to anybody that is above my direct supervisor I might hear back in 7 to 14 working day. <laughs> you feel me? Like, what is leadership doing? And then they're like, oh, well, I have back-to-backs all day. How the fuck are you getting work done? How the fuck are you getting shit accomplished if you win these fucking meetings telling these whack-ass jokes all day? Okay? Talking so, like, about what are your highs or your lows? Bitch, I don't care. All right, my, one, my boss's boss, my supervisor's boss, was in this damn meeting talking about some... How she feels dating after a divorce, girl. I'm not your therapist. This ain't a yanl. We ain't we ain't about to sit in your truth. All right, give me the report so I can go. And then one time, y'all, she's gonna call me into a meeting to tell us that our boss got promoted because oh, she's too anxious to tell you herself. Girl, fuck you, fuck her, fuck this job. And had the nerve to call me in the middle because y'all know I work in HR. I I'm I'm the police, y'all. I'm sorry, but. I was in the middle of like a work crisis, like I was in the middle of some shit that needed to get done at that second, and she gonna call me in here to tell, so you call me in here to tell me that the bitch that make more money than me, now makes even more money than me, kiss my ass, alright, kiss my ass, <laughs> I be bad at work y'all, and then they go say some, well your coworkers don't really know if you like them or not, I don't, I don't like none of these white folk in here, what I need to like you for? Child, anyways. So yeah, working in corporate white, especially white corporate America, because I there might be y'all. Uh, let me count. There might be eighty total people in the human in the immediate human resource team that I work on. Guess how many of them black y'all? I'm gonna just I'm gonna just let you submit your guesses. Give you a couple more seconds. That was a good guess. Good, good, good guess. Good guess. Yeah, the answer is one. And that one person is me. So I'm in Caucasian land with all these people who be on my ass. Look, y'all, corporate America is rough if you're in it. You know, I hope you have a good work-life balance. Take every single solitary one of your vacation days. Don't let them tell you, oh, well, you don't have to use them all. Yes, the fuck you do. Take every single solitary one of them. Take them to get your hair done. Take them to get your nails done. You don't just have to take paid time off to go to doctor's appointments. And look, take child. When I was working at the, I used to work for the state, (laughs) y'all. And we used to get like hella sick time. I used to use my sick time for vacation time. I just be lying. I'm like, well, I had a doctor's appointment back to back, and then you know I'm just gonna stay out. You know, it's like a rest because I'm having blood work done. (sighs) Meanwhile, me and my sister was in Chicago. I, 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 I. Don't care, but anyway, let me hop right into these stories, y'all, because corporate America is the ghetto. All right, corporate America is hell. It's unscrupulous. It's cutthroat, y'all. Anyway, but love. So I used to work, (laughs) y'all, in the because y'all know I done had uh 25 jobs. So I used to work at this temp agency years and years and years and years ago, y'all. And y'all know temp agencies like people just trying to get in get a job real quick, you know, maybe work there for a few weeks, run up some money, woo, woo, woo. And sometimes, you know, temp agencies are a good way for you to, like, get into a company that is, like, if you like manufacturing, you know, warehouse work type shit, it's a good way for you to get in on the ground floor and then eventually maybe you can become permanent. But because I have to rage at the machine a little bit, you know, I, don't, I was never really a fan of temp labor because I'm like, this is just a way for them to pay piss poor wages and not have to provide any benefits or any protections to these employees right right so anyway so yeah and these like companies be having these wild ass requirements like they want you to like you cannot discriminate against somebody because they have a criminal record but like in temp work like they can find a way to be like well we don't want you to because you have a criminal record they they know how to say without saying it right so anyway and then they have all these extra requirements like you got to pass like a five panel drug test, the 10 panel drug test, you got to get like all type of these wild ass requirements. So the, in the job I was working at the time, I was responsible <laughs> for giving all these people these drug tests, right? And so me personally, I don't give a fuck what kind of drugs you do as long as you're showing up to work and you're getting your work done. So I was working this job, right? And every, and it's literally like you pee in a cup you set that cup like on the sink or on top of the toilet and I have to like go in there and I have to see like if the little lines are appearing for the specific type of drugs. And you know what drug everybody was failing for, right? So anyway, so I'm, when I was working there, everybody passed the drug test, okay? I did not give a fuck, I don't care. And like, and sometimes it was a good thing, sometimes it was a bad thing, y'all. Cause I remember one time this lady, she came in and she was, like, I was, like, and she needed a job. You know, she had fell on some hard times. She's, like, look, like, I really need a job. And this one had come up where it was paying, like, decent money, like, 18 or 19 an hour, you know, potential to become permanent. And it was within the commuting distance for her. Like, it was only, like, 15 minutes away. So she's, like, perfect. Like, this will be just what I need to, like, get back on my feet. And then I was, like, okay, well, you just have to pass a drug test. And then she was, like, oh, my God, like, my son, um, he got, like. He had this, they were celebrating something that his son had just, her son had just accomplished, and she was like, oh, they were passing, you know, a blunt around, and I just, I smoked it, like, I smoked it, like, I don't usually do that, but I smoked it, and, ooh, ooh, it was only, like, two days ago, and I was like, okay, calm down, calm down, like, it's probably not in your system anymore, lying through my motherfucking teeth, like, this bitch probably about to fail, so I'm like, just take it, just take She's like, oh, but if I fail, because our policy was, if you fail, you can't work here no more, right? For at least for six months, like you're going to be on quote unquote work probation. Like you can't work through us for six months. So, um, or you can like opt to go to a clinic and be retested there, but nobody ever did that. They just waited the six months. So she, cup, put it on the thing. I go into the bathroom to look at it. The line is very clearly solid red because she has failed this drug test, y'all. So I tell her to dump the cup quickly because sometimes my fucking boss be looking over my shoulder and shit. So I'm like, rinse the cup out and dump it and, you know, come back in here really quick. We can talk. So I told her she passed. This is, she starts crying. She starts thanking the Lord, like, oh my God. Like, well, and she did actually turn out to be one of our better employees. That's, this ain't the horror part of the story. all right. So this one dude comes in on the I just had to tell that because I'm like, look, I don't give a fuck. Like, sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's a bad thing, y'all. So this other dude come in, right? Take the um drug test and pee in the cup, he set it on the sink. I go in there, and this is like a five panel, so it's only testing for like five kinds of drugs. Don't ask me what the fuck they are. I don't remember, (laughs) y'all. He all fucking five of the lines was red. I'm looking at him like, brother, what you on? Do we need to get you some help? But meanwhile, I don't care, okay? I want everybody to get a job. Also, fuck this company. Like, I don't care. (laughs) So, y'all, we, like, we in... He passed, he... I say he passed drug test. He fill out his paperwork. The next day, one of my coworkers calls him, offers him a job. Woo-woo, whatever the pay, whatever the thing. So my the, the same day that he goes on site he starts his job we start reviewing the quarterly numbers okay though we we having our little our little cubicle collaboration session we all talking about oh my god everybody at you guys's office has been passing the drug test like you guys have not had to reject anybody Ooh, and I'm like oh that's crazy right <laughs> so they all looking like Oh, we must get lucky, woo-woo-woo, because these people be acting sketchy as fuck, and they don't be catching the tea. Like, I'm giving you the, you not about to fail look, and you meanwhile, you trying to get out. Oh, well, I just gotta go to my car real quick, because we're, well, our policy is we can't let you leave when you start the process. But I be giving people a look like, my nigga, you good, like, you finna get this job, lucky, like, but ain't nobody paying attention. <laughs> so we having our little cubicle collaboration session, you know, we talking about corporate stuff, oh, quarterly numbers, um tangibles deliverables um you know all of these all, I think all these words we boiling the ocean endo eob all the corporate words you could think of we talking about them all right <laughs> but they're and they're giving us like they're telling us like oh well your location is everybody's passing a drug test and you haven't had anybody selling i'm just like oh, that's so crazy right i can't believe people stop doing drugs <laughs> so we in this damn session And they talk and so in the middle of the session, we get a fucking call right from the site that I just sent this high ass nigga to. Because this nigga high as fuck. He off the shit. Whatever it is he partook in, he partook a little too much. So this nigga high as fuck on the forklift, knocked the fuck out, y'all. Dead fucking asleep. So we in our little cubicle collaboration session and we took the call on speaker and they all looking at me like well Sierra he passed this drug test right and I'm like with flying colors no I'm good and goddamn well this nigga failed every single panel all five of the panels whatever them drugs was he was on them. probably at that moment because he certainly looked at me like I what I was like yeah you passed like you good to start working my boy and so my high boss turns around and she looks at me and she cuz we, we don't keep them they go in the bathroom trash. So this bitch, this white woman looks at me because the we have like when you're a business you have like your your garbage has like the professional removal service. So we got one of the big bins out in the thing but like it hasn't been removed yet. So this white woman looks at me in my black ass face and she's like, "Well, go get the bag." out of the dumpster and I said go get what out of where y'all this woman wanted me to get my black ass in the dumpster get out a bag to fish out a cup that a nigga done peed in after he has taken every single solitary drug known to man girl that's how he turned into spider-man ain't it yeah that's exactly what happened you I'm not about to be a teenage mutant ninja turtle and furthermore Bitch, you climb in the dumpster. You get your raggedy ass in the dumpster, fish out the bag and then smell the pee cuffs to decide which one is his because I, there is no we don't put names on them. So you're going to be guessing, bitch. Ask me to get my black ass in girl. I walked I walked out that fucking meeting so fucking fast and then and then the same fucking day one of the bitches there, it was only five of us in this office and the two supervisors were traveling. They were either at my location, or they were at our other location. Technically, I worked at a satellite location. So that same motherfucking day, one of these raggedy bitches ate my lunch. So I'm just in here having a time. So I'm like, bet. Bet it the fuck up. So the bitch that ate my, the bitch that I know the bitch who ate my, I know the bitch. I know which one it is. She allergic to peanuts, right? Or allergic to nuts. Know the bitch ate my lunch. Bring another lunch. The next day, two fucking peanut butter cookies in it. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. Eat it and die. So, um, around when I get back from my lunch, cause I used to just go bullshit on my lunch, go to the mall. Ooh, I get back. Some of my lunch is gone. The other bitch is gone. And our other coworker is like, oh, well she had a really bad cough. So she went out and I'm like, yeah, the bitch probably gonna have to go to urgent care because she done ate a chunk of fucking nuts. And I'm just sitting here. Yeah, bitch, eat it and die. All right. Eat it and fucking ask me again to get in the motherfucking dumpster. Y'all, um, say, I say this to say they fired my black ass um like two weeks later and it wasn't because I tried to kill my coworker. That was actually on accident um for legal reasons. But they fired my black ass. Y'all I wasn't doing shit. I was in I was in college at the time and I literally just had that job because it was close to school and I could like do my homework and shit. So I wasn't tripping y'all. But that place is a hot ass motherfucking man. <laughs> I I'm better than this. I'm so bad. I'm I'm better than this. But when I say y'all everybody used to pass the drug test, everybody. I don't care now if you fail more than three panels I might like give you the look in the bathroom like do I need to call some is, do I need to stage an intervention like are you sure you're okay but most people will work like three months and then quit and go do something else anyway so I'm like if we fucking hire this person and they make it past like 90 days then boom it worked out for the best and most people would like most people just trying to get in here, stack up a little bit until they can find something where they can get some benefits and being a little bit better of a position but a drug test to make ten dollars an hour kiss my ass y'all already know the tea you already know the deal I don't give a fuck <laughs> so that's what happened at that job y'all this bitch asked me to get in the dumpster because she was like well I guess we could try and see like if there were any signs and I'm like furthermore if you let the fucking drug test sit in too long anyway they're like all of the lines disappear so what are we going to be looking at but furthermore bitch asked me to get in the dumpster again try it yeah anyway y'all that was crazy temp agencies are just cesspools y'all I never suggest anybody working for a temp agency like doing the recruiting or the drug test or whatever, like my job. And I also don't, rec- I don't suggest anybody work through a temp agency, like go because I was a temp for a while too. And like, I didn't have any benefits. Thankfully I was under, you know, the age for health insurance and I didn't really need that part, but they don't treat you well. They can let you go, you know, and offering like no severance or anything like that. So I would just say like, if you can avoid it, avoid it, because there's a lot of sneaky ways that they get around labor laws. So that they can take advantage of people in the workplace. So, yeah. But (laughs) that's what happened at that job. She had me fucked up. Okay. And then I had the nerve to eat my lunch. Girl, eat it like I said. I don't (laughs) have... That was like one of the first jobs that I had when I left school. Like, just out here trying to function y'all working in corporate America sucks because it's like I I have had like jobs where I've had diverse workplaces and I've also had jobs where I've had like I'm the only black person for miles up in this motherfucker and that's like the current job I have is one of those jobs like where I'm the only black person up in this motherfucker the job where I was at the temp agency I think I worked with one white woman and then three uh women of color which that's why I be like I'm not no woman of color I'm a black woman because these women of color they be trying to snake your ass too then I have the girl and then my today they, uh, my therapist gonna sit up here and say some. well I understand being cautious but you don't have to be distrustful of white people and I was like give me my co-pay back because I don't want this I don't don't try me girl alright don't try me What Jocelyn say? Don't make me fuck you up, girl. Don't make me fuck you up. (laughs) Ain't nobody finna play with her. I understand being cautious, but you don't have to be distrustful. Yeah. Kiss my ass. But working in corporate America all these years has given me absolutely nothing, y'all. I already knew how to lie and how to finesse and how to I already knew all of that stuff. Working in corporate America has only given me skills that are not useful to me, all right? I got all these business skills and all these, you know, HR skills and stuff like that, and I don't know. I don't want them. Like, what the fuck am I? I, My goal is to one day be free of labor, and when I join Beyonce and release myself from the shackles of this labor, I'm not gonna need any of these skills. So, look, working in corporate America has just... Look, my code switch game, it, it, I would say it was on lock. At this point, um, I do not code switch anymore. So the same nigga y'all be hearing on this podcast, that's who be showing up to work unless I'm interviewing. And then that's her name's Brenda. All right. And she's friendly. She's a go getter. She's an early riser and a self starter. <laughs> Righto. <laughs> See, and I don't know, Brenda, I have never met Brenda. All right. To this day. Don't know who she is, but no, y'all, <laughs> it's really just crazy. I, th- I want to say, like, my other jobs were pretty chill. Like, I, all of the horror stories that I thought of for this episode are from the times, like, when I was a temp in corporate America. Like, I mean, there are some horror stories. Y'all, I'm going to have to do a separate episode with the stories from when I was working at the jail. But most of my other jobs have been pretty chill. Now, let me tell y'all about the time that, um, two of my, my boss, or not two of them, but my boss, she was, uh, getting a little fangling, slangling from somebody who she was not to. So anyway, so I was like a, okay, this job wasn't, it was like technically, it wasn't technically a temp job. I was hired directly through them, but it was seasonal because I worked for an accounting firm and they just wanted Some support for the tax season like pretty decent with numbers and then I did like some HR support I know I was the police then too y'all I'm sorry but anyway so I was seasonal and um for the most part I had a lap like we had laptops and we could work from home if we wanted to like if the weather permitted and stuff like that but for the most part like I would go into the office and The only thing was, is that none of my coworkers were in like my office. Like they would, they were like in the offices surrounding me. Like y'all know, I live in Milwaukee. The areas around me are like, you know, Madison, Green Bay, Appleton, stuff like that. So a lot of them were in those places. And then we all just collaborated, um, remotely. So my boss lived in Wausau, Wisconsin, which is like central Wisconsin. It's up in the middle of fucking nowhere, Um, and she reported to like the vice president of finance who was in my office. So I would frequently have to like take him things or go get, go clear out the mail off of his desk or open his packages and put the stuff on his desk, whatever the case was. So I'm, you. I usually go in there pretty freely and the executive suite that he was in, you gotta like badge into. So I'd badge in there, use my key to open up his office and I remember it was like the week before they declared it like a national pandemic like this is early 2020 like or like late February early March so I'm about to badge in to my the, the SVP's office so that I can get the mail I can get these packages and stuff like this and I noticed I was like it's somebody I, it was a peculiar sound and I was like It's a little, it's a little weird. So I I go to use my key to get into his office. And it's like, the door unlocks, but it's, there's somebody like jammed a chair under the door to keep it from like fully opening. But it was just one of these little flimsy chairs. So I just had to put my elbow into it. The chair knocks over and there is my boss who... Lives in Wausau and is married to a, you know, pretty little timid white guy with two kids and three really, really ugly dogs, y'all. They look like rats. But she is pretty close and unclothed near the SVP, a finance who is also married with children and little ugly rat dogs. So I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And then had the nerve to break out and be like, yeah, um, you know, so I'm going to get back to you with a response on that. And, you know, we can, you know, we can, uh, have a touch point and we can collaborate and we can, all, you know, all the corporate terms, all the corporate terms, EOB and don't boil. The, oh yeah. All, all the corporate terms, they being thrown out there. Um, and I'll get that to you by EOD tomorrow. And I'm like, Okay. Um I turn my black ass around and I walk out of there cuz that is not my business. And the like I get back to my desk and I sit down and I'm like cuz I was like I'll come back. Um and then I just walk back to my desk and then he sends me a Slack message and I'm just like and he's like, "Hey, can you you mind having a touch point with me, a a quick touch base?" And I'm just like sure (laughs) so I go in his motherfucking office and he's sitting on the edge of his desk right and he's like you know here at the company we're pretty informal we're pretty and I I'd like to think of us as a family because I'm I'm basically getting the you tell anybody I'll have your ass speech but he was like um just know that we're all a team here and we we have to kind of trust each other And I'm just like, cool story. What do you want from me? (laughs) like? And best believe, because me and the other seasonal people, we had a little group chat. Best believe the group chat is already aware. The group chat already knows. The group chat is already alert. So I had the group chat pop in and I was like, yo, I'm going to give them fake names. I was like, Rhonda and Ty was in there getting it the fuck on, Right. So the group chat popped, and they're like, I fucking knew it. They're always sitting next to each other. She's always here, even though she lives three hours away. The group chat is popping, right? Because it's me and, like, two interns and, like, three seasonal people, and we're all black. Like, obviously you know, the people they pay the least here, we all black. So we in here, Mother, I motherfucking knew it. And girl, was they naked? And I'm like, girl, they was damn near, they was getting it on, girl. Like I'm embellishing too. I'm like, girl, it was genuine on in the background. It was candles lit. It's a bottle of 1942 on the floor. I'm embellishing. And I'm just like, oh, so, and I'm, and I'm about to mind my business. I'm about to mind the fuck out of my business because this is seasonal. I've been interviewing for other stuff so that I, cause I'm like, I need a, I need a job with some benefits. Like I'm getting up, So I'm like, I'm not tripping. Like they're not going to, I know like Ty is going to be like a little on edge, but and he didn't straight out say it. Like, you know, whatever you think you saw, you didn't see, but I'm like, I know what I saw and I seen what I seen. <laughs> so anyway, y'all. So the next week it is like, we, it's the company meeting, like the all hands on deck meeting. So they, um, they they're it's really limited because we don't have a ton of space at this building. And look, y'all, when I tell you like this was literally the day before they were like, "This is a pandemic, like you know what I'm saying So um every it's really limited space. So we're all in our building, like our main corporate building in the building that I work in. So everybody's there. This is like the company strategy meeting. You know, we're getting team updates. The CEO was talking. All the vice presidents are talking. You know, and so, you know, the people who don't live here have hotels. The people who do live here, you know, they're kind of, they're, in, if they work remotely, they're on site, you know, so we're all just kind of at the main location. So my, the, my SVP, he's like courting, you know, and showing around some of the other VPs who are from like other locations. Cause we also have like out of state people. So he's just staying at the same hotel as they are so that he can like take the shuttle with them, show them around or whatever. So I he texts me, y'all this so he texts me and he's like, um, put he wants me to like put stuff in everybody's hotel room. Um, just like their care packages and whatnot. It's got like their shirts and mugs and um the goodies, like It's got like gift cards so they can do stuff while they're here. Like it's got everything. So he wants me to put the gift cards in all of the hotels. So I go down to the front desk and I get all the keys that I need for the rooms because they're right next to each other so that I can put all the care packages in there. Cause I was at, cause I, there were like, I, I had to go get like somebody else's corporate card because like. I'm we're having me and him are having an active conversation y'all right and then he just stops responding when I asked like well can you like leave the credit card on my desk so I can pay for stuff that was the one he didn't respond to and I'm like I'm not putting a thousand dollars worth of gift cards onto my personal credit card first of all at the time my credit limit was only $500 so I'm like I ain't got it huh?" so I call I have to like text the other SVP and I'm like hey can I use your corporate card? He's like, sure, I don't care, whatever. You know where it is. So I go get it. So this puts me like an hour behind. So I, and I'm not like, I, he, I'm not like texting him throughout the day to tell him where I am. <laughs> Y'all know where this is going. So I go to the hotel to put all of the baskets in the other, you know, executive leadership team's rooms. So first like four blocks, four first four rooms, everything's going well. I get to like, The I get to the other block of rooms and I'm like, I'm chilling because you know it's going swell. I'm about to put the basket in the room for the because my boss is not an SVP, she's just like a director or a manager or some shit like that. So I see my I, I noticed that one of the rooms is like my boss's room because I'm like, oh, like that's her laptop bag, you know, that's her padfolio, whatever the case may be. And usually when she's down here, like she's got family down here. So, you know, she stays with them. So I like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I wonder why she has a hotel. So her room is adjoining y'all to one of the other VPs y'all that <laughs> is in from out of state y'all. So I'm like, oh, well, if their rooms are adjoining, I'll just go through the adjoining door, (laughs) y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. I can never get through this motherfucking story. Bada bing, bada boom, go through the adjoining doors. Somebody's doing the vertical tango with another person that ain't her motherfucking husband, y'all. I just, I just put the edible arrangement down and I left. I wasn't really sure how to handle this. I'm like, damn bitch, you just go sleep with all the SVP. I, <laughs> what's that one TikTok song? I said, we don't have the capacity. I'm like, why Why do I keep walking in on you fucking people? So like two weeks later, I get a job offer <laughs> and I was up the fuck out of there because I can't do this. I can't do this. I don't want to be on Real Housewives of Atlanta. I I don't want to live the drama. I just want to see it. It's just like, that's what corp, like when I tell you I have had so many jobs where they're fucking each other, they're fucking their subordinates, they're fucking their superiors, they're fu- everybody's just having sex with each other. Because, like I said, corporate America is cutthroat. And it's not like she was trying to sleep her way to the top. Like, she was a manager. Like, the only, or, no, she was a director. And she had been a director for, you know what? She could have slept her way to the top now that I think about it. Because the bitch wasn't smart. She, the brain cells were not there. You feel what I'm saying? They weren't there. And I don't even know, like, what happened. Like, when I walked in the room, I see my boss. I see an SVP. And I just left. I really don't know what happened. We never talked about it again because she went back up to Warsaw because it was declared a pandemic. So I'm like, she's probably thinking I'm going to keep my mouth closed because I kept the mouth closed last time. But I'm like, girl, I'm about to quit. It don't matter anyway. <laughs> It don't matter anyway, okay? Look, I'm just like, it's really scary out here in these corporate streets because, like, now, as I move throughout the corporate workforce, like, I find so many types of people, like, the people with no boundaries, the people who will fucking, I have, like, motherfuckers be calling me at, like, 6 o'clock p.m. on a Friday, and then they'll email me on Monday and be like, I tried to get in touch with you Friday evening, and I'm like, I don't work Friday night. I work Friday morning and afternoon. If it is past and I'm I, I stopped working at 4 30. So if it is 4 31 p.m., you're too slow. Even if the screen's still open and I can see your call, you can kiss my ass. I have boundaries, okay? And 431 is tequila time, all right? I won't be wasting tequila time responding to Teams messages. And additionally, the other thing is that we have all these damn boomers in the workforce who are so like, you should just be happy about whatever they offered you. They don't want you to ask for more money. They don't want you to ask for more PTO. They don't want you to have boundaries. They're like, well, if I had to work for the company on the weekend, I would proudly do it. And then, Y'all, the boomers be the one doing the shady shit. Girl, uh, child, one of my bosses was stealing from the company. And basil, and they was embezzling. We had to walk this one damn man off of one of my jobs. And they had to hire security because that nigga said he was going to come back. And he was going to air this motherfucker out, y'all. Bang, motherfucking bang. It's crazy in these goddamn streets. These are the damn, the... Book. The corporate streets are cutthroat. They're ruthless. They're it's crazy. And I know these weren't really scary stories. These weren't like, you know, the real gutter stories that I really have locked and loaded, y'all, but these are the ones that stay in my mind. (laughs) Fresh. On my mind. Ciao. One time, y'all, I ain't even, this ain't even a whole motherfucking story. This is just a tagline. One time, my boss fired me on a Friday. I ran into her at Greek Fest in Host on Saturday. And I told that bitch I was going to slap the shit out of her, right? So she goes to, <laughs> she go, and I was, look, I was like 19. So she go get one of the Wauwatosa police officers. And me and uh, the nigga I was there with, we had to dip the fuck up out of there, y'all. She got all my... Well, I was a temp. And unless the temp agency gave her my information, which they typically don't, um, because they're shady themselves. So I'm like... But I will do it, though. Like, I will slap you. Like, don't play with me. But anyway, y'all, please stay sane in these corporate streets, okay? Because it's not for the faint of heart. It really is tough out here, like, trying to balance... Like there's so many pressures and so uh, I I can't even say enough. I, I think I'm going to make horror stories a series and I'm going to tell all the scary horror stories of working in corporate America, dating, living life, uh, just all the damn horror stories because I got to get them off my chest. All right. I have to get them off. <laughs> my chest. Um however, you know, if y'all, if you recognize my voice and you one of the girls that I used to work with that had the work group chat pop in when I dropped the news about all of our bosses sleeping with each other, hit me up. Let's talk about it. I'll have you on the podcast. But until next week, y'all. Enjoy the rest of the week. If you are in the Midwest, stay cool. It's hot as a bitch out there. Um, If you are anywhere else, that's hot I really don't know what to tell you all right (laughs) have a peaceful week everybody until episode 13 peace out